waited my entire life for this. The world's gonna start over. I'ma burn it all! What happens now determines what happens to the rest of the world. Welcome to The Bounce Off, a podcast where two friends discuss film with a sprinkling of pop culture, ping-ponging between topics and tangents. Perpetually in the stage of grief, sorry, the first stage of grief, not the stage of grief. I'm your host, Dan in Denial, and I've got my fellow host along with me, eagerly awaiting Christmas supermarket sales, the fruitcake bandit himself, Clyde. Hello, hello, hello. Oh. Is he gonna pull everyone that you're British like Don Cheadle? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don Cheadle. <laughs> We're like throwing deep cuts in at the very first minute. No one's gonna know what the fuck's going on. It's an oceans reference, guys. It's an oceans reference. Anyways, today we are talking about uh, Black Panther, Marvel's Black Panther, 2018. Uh, first of all, I uh, just want to say, obviously, uh, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. This is obviously a uh, podcast dedicated or, you know, uh, I don't know. I just feel like we had to do something, Chadwick. Yeah, um, I had to, we had to say something, shine a little light on what's his most, I guess, iconic, iconic role. Yeah, yeah. Um, so rest in peace. Uh, yeah, God, it's, I can't, I still can't believe it, honestly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, it just feels weird to look back on it. Just kind of, it's weird to like add someone to the list of, huh, there's, there's, there's no more from that person. That's, that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into it. Um, that being said, let's go. So this movie was directed by Ryan Coogler, who's uh, previously done films like Creed and Fruitvale Station. Um, it was written by Ryan and by Joe Robert Cole. And uh, the cast obviously has Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, uh, Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger, Andy Serkis as Ulysses Claw, Lupita Nyong'o as Nakia, Denai Guerrero as Okoye, Letitia Wright as Shuri. Do I go through the whole list? Winston Duke as Mbaku. Why not? Martin Freeman as Everett K. Ross and Forrest Whitaker as Zuri. Sorry to everyone else we left off. Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, damn. That's who I forgot. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> damn. Oh, my God. Jordan um, Peele's song was scowling hard. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I think I left him out by mistake and also subconsciously because I'm annoyed at him in this movie. So that's it. Yeah, that turn, that turn. All right, we won't get to it. We'll get to it in a second. But yeah. Uh, so just a rough synopsis for everyone. Quick little two second synopsis. Uh, following the events of Captain America's Civil War, T'Challa must deal with his first challenge after becoming king of Wakanda by stopping Eric Killmonger from seizing the throne and sending advanced weapons to sleeper agents all over the world, inciting war and revolution. Yeah, that's it up. That's the movie. That's the that is a movie. What a movie! It's, 
it's, it's actually no it's I, I was writing the synopsis and i'm like this seems kind of short then i'm like no that's it that's that's pretty much it that's not yeah i want to know of, yeah i want to know how did you go with your second watch of black panther considering you watched the first one and came out in the theaters like myself how did you find mm-hmm. it the second time around See, the second time I saw it was with my girlfriend, and she has only seen it once. And she missed the first... The, I think she missed the opening scene, which sets up a lot of things. So when she, when she saw it, she did not know what the fuck was going on for most of it. Uh, are, you so talk, for her, the scene, the, are you talking the scene in Oakland, or are you talking the scene that sets up Wakanda? No, Oakland. Okay. So really, you know, the scene that sets up basically, you know, the main... Conflict. conflict. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So unfortunately for her, she didn't get that scene. So she kind of just was trying to piece together the whole plot as she went through it, which is also hard because she doesn't she hasn't watched a lot of like Marvel stuff. It's not really her thing. So there's also that other part where I think in watching this, I realized how different Marvel movies are from other movies because it's not not other movies, more like the how different action movies slash superhero movies are from other movies because the storytelling is very what's the word there's a lot of is is inference when the other person is you get my you get you get what i'm saying basically a lot of (laughs) things they assume a lot of things they assume that you either already know yes or they assume you'll piece together through context like something yeah, as simple I wonder, as, you know, I wonder. Like this. something as simple as, you know, the little, the tattoo inside their mouth that they yeah. should identify each other. Yeah. For me, I didn't think twice. I'm just like, that's a thing that Wakandans have. Yes. Maybe it's a thing that they're like born with as like a code or yeah. I think later on it's, 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 it's shown that it's what the, the war dogs have when they're out of Wakanda, just to kind of like, you know, identify each other. See, for me, I didn't think much of it. It didn't yeah. mean much to me. Not, not that it didn't mean much. I kind of just accepted it. But mm-hmm. for her, she was just kind of like, okay, what does that mean? Is this a... I think a lot of things the movie either kind of brings up. It's... How do I explain this? You're saying it, like it, 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 it just presents it as it is without a context or an explanation? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it kind of just presents it as fact, but kind of not in that John Wick way where you go... I don't know, because halfway through it, I'm trying to think, is it a matter of the storytelling is kind of broken? Or am I just used to this kind of storytelling to the point that I can just piece together the meanings of things based off prior experience? Because I've been watching like action movies since I was a kid. So basically, a general could walk into a room and say a bunch of things that to someone else, they'll go, I don't know the fuck that... that Scene met, and for me, I'm like, oh, I got every single word he said. It made so much sense to me. Nothing went over my head, but for for her, a lot of things either went they since they weren't explained upon them being brought up. It kind of just went. It kind of confused her more about how the world works, if that Hmm. makes sense. And I'm wondering if it's a matter of hey, since we are used to this kind of storytelling, it's not a problem, or is the storytelling kind of alienating? from the get-go and we're just so used to it that the flaws are not as apparent uh that's interesting i think for the example you brought up i don't think it's that confusing like the the lip thing 
because uh, it ties into the, the technology and the vibranium explanation, did she miss the vibranium explanation? No, she got everything. I think it's just a matter of, of it's kind of like watching Harry Potter and they bring up so many things that seem like they're deep lore when really they're just, that's just how the world works. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think the most confusing stuff. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just, I was just saying, um, because yeah, it seems like a it is a recurring thing whenever we watch movies that are more action oriented. That I think I think what I what I explained was because I'm, obviously this is not me saying that I am right, she is wrong. I'm just saying basically we're two different people who also who um we consume movies very differently. Yeah, like yeah, we we come together, we watch movies together, but with that you know we end up having these little like kind of discussions where. She's like, that made no sense. And for me, I'm like, no, that made perfect sense to me. Or like vice versa. It happens a lot with like, if, if not, not Marvel movies, just anything at all. So, oh, fuck, what was I saying? Yeah, basically, it just feels like, I don't know. I think I'm just so used to the way, uh, oh, that's, finally, I found my point. I think I said that these kinds of movies usually have so much lore and so much information to get across that, if they if they explained everything as it came up, you really wouldn't have time for anything else. So basically, I think action movies have perfected that whole thing where you condense as much information as you can into like a few sentences that have little bits and pieces of clues as to what the, I guess, the inner workings of the world is. Like, yeah, they don't have to explain what the, the vibranium tattoo meant, but you know, the audience can put together, oh, it probably has this implication, X, Y, the, the, it probably does this. It's obviously it, like, I'm, I'm like, contextually, they come in there, they ask him, who are you? Shows of the thing. It's like, cool. It's some sort of IDing thing. Mm. And I guess for me, I kind of leave it at that. Whatever extra info they throw in, I'll be like, cool, that's right. But I wouldn't like leave it. At, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of just going around in circles now. So here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> that I think we would explain why she didn't have the context for that particular thing is my theory. She didn't see the scene in Oakland. That's it. Because uh, what's it called? That's how um, uh, young Forrest Whitaker Zuri uh, proves yeah. that he uh, is Wakandan or no, sorry, not, no, that's how he like, that's how it gets revealed basically that he was yeah. a, a spy. So uh, when it comes up later and um, Killmonger does the same thing, it, she could have thought that maybe it was just unique to Killmonger, right? Because I don't know if it happens again. Oh, no, no. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> her watching them. I'm talking about her watching the movie again with me as we're going through it. Like this time she's actually seen the, I think we, I think we oh, actually spent okay. like, we spent like <laughs> 10 minutes on the opening scene because first we thought, we, I downloaded the movie, it had no subs, which is a problem. Because I think I, di- I didn't notice this. Me being African, mm. I can understand speech patterns of Africans a bit better. And also the fact that the language is kind of similar to my language. And so, you know, there's some parts where I'm like, oh, that's obviously his brother. Because there's something in something he said that sounded like something in my language that you just kind of call someone close to you. So I just assumed that I just knew that they were siblings. But yeah. for her, without some 
titles. And without knowing any of that stuff, she's like, I didn't know he was his sibling. I just assumed he was just, you know, they said, hey, you're the prince and this is the king. So obviously you think, oh, is that his father or some shit? You would assume that they're siblings. I think mm-hmm. I noticed that as well. Like there's some things, um, I forget in the cinema which parts had subs and which parts didn't. Because what happened is we, went, we just went to Disney Plus and watched it all over again from the, from the beginning with just nothing but subs, which made things make so much more sense, so much more sense for her. But um, I think, yeah, because she was like, I didn't know that that was his brother. I'm like, oh, I knew that. But she's like, how did you know? I'm like, oh, because I am literally African, mm. which was a very weird thing, because now there's this weird switch where if you have a deeper connection with African culture, somehow the experience gets heightened for you. But if you have no experience and you don't know what's going, you don't understand like the, like the language stuff, weirdly enough, you're kind of like, it's, I don't know if, does that make, it it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, I mean, automatically uh, this movie would obviously be heightened if you were African, right? Like, yeah, I I think, it's just interesting to have a movie that does that because how many movies do that that like more for like it's kind of like um in inglorious bastards where michael fassbender puts it uh, puts up like um i think he says three and then his cover gets blown because they're like no this is the german three you did this and apparently i saw and i saw a thing where it's like a german person was like oh i already knew that so it's like a little like easter egg kind of thing where if you're like the culture that's being represented you actually have a little sort of in before everyone else and go, oh, I get the reference. And then everyone else is like, oh, I didn't even know that was even a thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess that's just a part of like, you know, movies tackling. I mean, this is a bit of a weird one because it's obviously not, you know, based on, it's, it is based on culture, but it's based on an amalgamation of culture mixed yeah, with yeah, sci-fi yeah. elements. It's, it's a fictional and, culture. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, you know, a weird situation in terms of like, oh, you know, uh, I understand this because it's my culture, but it's like, it's not exactly. Yeah, it's weird. There was a speech pattern that I, like, I, I noticed again where um, um, I guess I know it from like when I was in Zimbabwe watching like Nigerian movies. They had to, they add this like O at the end of a sentence, which doesn't really mean anything. It's like a inflection. Mm. It's like, um, oh, fuck, I forget what the line was, but it's something like, um, uh, like, let's say, say, do you want food? It's like, do you want food? Oh, there's like an O at the end. And I'm like, oh, that's something that I know from these movies that I used to watch from another culture and they added that in. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But that's, yeah, like, that's really cool. Because see, I had no idea about that. And yeah, I, st- I still feel like you know uh, i get a lot out of this movie so i don't know yeah exactly like, i think it's I like how to have those things that are specific in that way yeah exactly it's it, it is pretty cool yeah and we should we should we should, we should move on because we've been <laughs> talking about this very vague topic for like 20 minutes <laughs> so i'm not even sure the fuck we were talking about but yeah yeah um all right what about like yeah so did did you enjoy it <laughs> yes yes I did. <laughs> that was all just this roundabout way to come to the one important question did i enjoy it yeah yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it overall but i feel like it it got bogged down by by elements that are 
pretty much only exclusive to Marvel movies at this point. Like yeah. the whole, hey, the villain's just the good guy with the same powers, but in a different colored suit, which is literally yeah, what happens at the end. That part's and, um, pretty lame. Um, yeah, it's... I, like, I, I heard... I also read a thing about how the CGI artists were literally given not, a, not enough time to finish. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of looks botched because... That fight would have just can... been so much more interesting had it taken place outside, at least, or something I, like that. But yeah, yeah if I've... it's a budget thing, it makes sense. Uh, which yeah. Is um. What else is a thing? I remember. What is the things I loved? Obviously, were just character chemistry because so T'Challa, Shuri, and their mom had the greatest just back and forth. It is. It is. They actually like believe that they're siblings. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, so good. T'Challa himself has like, he doesn't have like the usual, um, action, not action, um, superhero movie temperament where everyone's basically, hey, I'm like Tony Stark because like I watch Guardians of the Galaxy, wisecracking dude. You watch like um, Doctor Strange, wisecracking dude. Yeah. And, like T'Challa doesn't like, yeah, he has mo- he has moments of being like charming, but he's not always like cracking jokes every two he's seconds. Regal. It's like it's, he's very grounded. Which yeah. I like because it's it's not, and it's he's like the weird in between between let's say Tony and Captain America, whereas Captain America is always like like he's always basically has the same energy all the time. He's like yeah, gotta do good. He's kind of boring. <laughs> he's, he's boring in his consistency. Whereas T'Challa is like, I know that I have a duty to do, but at the same time, you know, if if I I I have a sense of humor if I if I need if I. You know, if if the situation demands it, it's like the beginning where um, is it Okoye? Okoye, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okoye is like when you when you see her, don't freeze. He's just like, I never freeze. Yeah, <laughs> and the second he sees her, he just <laughs> freezes up. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> um, I like the soundtrack. Through, uh, you know, yeah, are you talking? Obviously, so uh, what Kendrick did like this soundtrack but it was actually also like the the movie soundtrack and like the black panther soundtrack are two different things it's oh sorry the score and the soundtrack are two different things so you got the score but i mean by, the score i like the soundtrack too but i i, I the score is cool yeah by uh is it ludwig um Goranson, i think that's how you say his name uh he typically works with childish mm-hmm. gambino um yeah ah. Yes, yes, he produced Red Man, Man, it's kind of weird to think <laughs> of how the MCU has been connected to Donald Glover, but but it's not in the way that anybody wanted it to work out. It's really <laughs> yeah. in every other possible way. It's like, you're but, finally in, the MCU, in, a, in a Marvel movie, but not as who you, who you want it to be, but then, you know. He could be... He could be... He could have a really great villain role in, like, Five to ten years. Once a Miles Morales movie comes out, that's what I. It's gonna come out. Yeah. It, Do you it, know it, what, what should happen? They should get um, I forget his name. The guy from Dope who voiced his Miles in the Spider Verse movie. Mm. They, should make, they should make just continue with it and make him actually play him in live in live action. Mm. How young mad at him right? as of recently though? What um, happened? Uh, he said some shit on Twitter that. People weren't a fan of. I don't know. You can look it up Hold yourself. Hold uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the soundtrack is really good, and uh, 
Yeah, I, I just love, I just really love, you know what scene I love? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when they go to South Korea. No, yeah, South Korea. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's that night scene and then the music is pumping and like T'Challa's like on the uh, on the car, just like hopping. Oh, so good. How good is that scene? I don't know. It's just the vibes God. are like. I, I, I remember. And when they, they do the little espionage at the, at the start and when um, uh, Okoye throws her wig. Oh, so good. <laughs> So, I love this off the bat. She's like, "When can I take off this ridiculous?" <laughs> it's also it's also cool to see like look. Ever since coming from Zimbabwe, I rarely ever saw in media black women with just not just short hair, no hair, yeah, bald. Yeah, because I went I went to I, I did primary school in Zimbabwe, and I'll tell you, I saw bald girls for the first ten years of my life. That was yeah. just normal to me. So yeah. I'm just like, it's cool to see it just be there, and it's not like this weird. They don't draw attention to it in a weird way. That's just how she is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what scene? I remember there's a scene, there's a part where it actually made me sort of feel dizzy. It's when Killmonger, I mean, it's, of course, we've gone full spoilers now, even though it's a bit too late. But fuck <laughs> um, Killmonger wins the fight. So he yeah. goes and he gets some, um, he takes the heart shaped herb. I say herb. Also, what bothers me? This is Africa. No one says herb. Herb is a white Who man. Said they, herb? Say, they said herb the whole time. The heart shaped herb. Oh, I didn't notice. That's dumb. That is dumb. <laughs> Af- Africans say herb. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um, anyway, um, he takes a heart shaped herb that he gets put in the in the in the LSD dust, and then he just trips balls, and then. He wakes up and then he says, cool, burn it all. And then it's a cool, slow, z- is it zoom in, zoom out? I forget. That looks like the Kanye West power music video when everything's on fire and Killmonger just standing there in the middle. Hmm. That looked cool. But then that transitions into this upside down shot that spins around as he walks into You're the talking about like the, the fa- It's like the one from the trailer. I feel like that was like a key phrase. Yeah, they do a weird tilt and yeah. it made me feel dizzy because oh, like, no. you, went from, you went from this cool sort or almost static shot to suddenly th- like 180 tilt and i just felt like oh that's oh no it, it, do you usually get weird. sick from movies like motion sick nope nope oh, this just felt weird do you know what do you know what it looked like um are you familiar with uh james wan no me james wan directed some of the he directed I forget, like, the first few Saw movies and also Fast and the Furious. A lot of Fast and the Furious movies. Um, I forget. I think the later ones. I think from, like, somewhere between, like, like five onward or something like that. Oh, yeah, I'm looking it up. Uh, Yeah, seven. Seven? Just seven? (laughs) Just seven? I swear swear he did more. Uh, Just seven. Anyway, so besides <laughs> that, he's done that and also like Aquaman, and he has this move ah, which you'll okay. recognize, where in the middle of a fight, someone does like a flip. They either be doing a flip or being thrown, and the camera like turns with them. Mm. It felt like that, but way worse because it could happen. Yeah, I, and I just went, oh god, I feel like I'm gonna puke. That's, was, I, that's just so a, bad. that's just a small peeve of mine. It just it just you know when like. I understand why they used it because you know Wakanda has been turned upside down. <laughs> I like way. it, but yeah, but I felt like uh, 
I know. I I appreciate the shot. It just made me feel sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Science, yada yada, vibranium, yada yada. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. I know. Okay, look. I understand <laughs> that it's a superhero movie. You gotta. What's it called elevate. What's it? Suspend your disbelief and mm. stuff like that. Like, look. I'm not saying explain to me what vibranium is, how it works and stuff like that but it does feel like a lot of it kind of just gets yada yada away they go oh it's sewed into their clothes they put it in their food they use it for medical stuff and i'm like it seems more like this thing that's like excuse to not ex- to just kind of not explain like how, how can you heal a person's spine overnight vibranium yeah fair i guess it's like it, 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 it. yeah it's it's I'm, like i understand it's a I get thing it. i it's get a... it What's it called? Uh, oh my god, I can't even remember what the thing is called. But it's like a plot device. You can call, you know call, it, call it a call, yeah plot device. I, I thought you were gonna say MacGuffin for a sec. MacGuffin. That's what I was looking for. Um, it's a MacGuffin. It's it's just um, it's like it's ma- it's magic, but it's science magic. So it's it's, it's cool that weird in between <laughs> where you you can do whatever you want, but it's oh, <laughs> sorry, I just remembered something. What? We're watching the movie, and when T'Challa first goes to the spirit world to see like his dad, yeah. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be mean, but the poor actor, yeah. I think he has like a loopy eye or something. Yeah, lazy. I think he has a lazy eye. Yeah. <laughs> the more I looked at his face, it looked like the eye was getting lower. The more I looked at. Oh. It. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, is it getting lower? Is that just me? Is this going? Uh, I didn't notice. Let's maybe let's skip the lazy eye topic. But I was going to say I didn't notice it in Civil War. Anyways, um, uh, I, look, I think it just the, the scene was just, was just trippy. It made me just trip out because everything was yeah. already just weirdly aurora boreality. Anyway, signs yada yada vibranium yada yada as well. It's kind of like the force. You know when like the force can just suddenly do shit and you're like, it's because it's the force. You can heal people and like bring them back from the dead now because the force. And you're like, mm. I can't say what the force can't do, so I can't yeah. dispute it. I'm cool with so it. I can't. That's like a. That's just. A, it's just. This is what you get when you watch a Marvel movie, like or yeah. any superhero movie where anything is is sci-fi or magic or whatever. Yeah, you know, like you just gotta roll with it sometimes. And vibranium is like that's their power essentially, you know, uh, in yeah. circumstance. Uh, I, I like it. I, I dig that it's like a resource. I don't know. Oh, I, I like I like that it is. But then, like the weird sort of what's the word? That's that, there's a part of me that's looking at him going, "What are they gonna do when it runs out?" It's, I know it's a big ass rock. It'll it will probably won't run out for a while, but whatever it does. <laughs> when they reveal the that they, you know, like when they open Wakanda to the world and stuff like that. That's oh, it's gone. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> that's when I get concerned. Um, it's basically it's it's like um, they'll finally open the doors to Wakanda when the vibranium's gone. Like, oh, you can't steal shit now. <laughs> oh my god! It's like we should have we should have kept the secret. Um, yeah, and Killmonger, contender for the best villain crown. Are we talking best villain of MCU? 
Mm. I'm trying to remember what I saw when the movie came out. I, f- I forget if the argument was best villain in the MCU or best villain ever. Like Heath Ledger, Joker levels of stuff like that, which I, I disagree mm. with the Heath Ledger part yeah. for various reasons. But MCU wise, okay, look, I'll put him up there. He's top tier MCU for sure. He's top tier, which also it's very hard to. to um, here's the problem though. It also depends what you want in a villain. Because you can either go, hey, the Joker's amazing because he doesn't have like weird, like, you know, weirdly political motivations. He's just, you know, agent of chaos. I like to blow shit up and have fun, so fuck it. Which he's is what makes him. He's interesting because he's so different, like the Joker. Exactly. Like, it's kind of like why your cat throws. A, a glass of water off the bench. There's no real reason. It just wanted to. That's it. Yeah. And that's partially what makes what makes the Joker dangerous and what makes cats dangerous. Don't trust cats. Anyway, so it's like, what do you want? Do you want unpredictable, sort of hard to figure out and a wild card? Or do you want, you know, political ambitions that you sort of empathize with who's actually intimidating and, you know, is the kind of person that kind of already exists in the real world that makes it kind of scary, which Killmonger is. Because, like, look, besides the killing everyone thing, he was right. He's like, hey, yeah. we're kind of we're keeping all the resources for ourselves and everyone else is dying. They these people who look like us, you can't be like, oh, um, it's kind of it's like it's like a celebrity going, Oh yeah, I'm all for black empowerment, but then the second something happens about black people, they just refuse to do anything yeah at all well it's like that like it's yeah it's a, it's a spider-man thing great power great responsibility if you guys have all this tech that you've used for the betterment of your own black people why not try and help you're in the middle of africa there's literally countries around you who could need the exact same help but you're not yeah helping. they don't they don't get into that at all which is interesting that they should i think i think if yeah oh, i think okay. if 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 um it would have been a way more compelling villain if you want to go with the compelling angle. If he wasn't so, you know, hyper-violent and fucked up, if he just came back and said, no, I'm here to open this place up, let everyone else in and just spread out the resources. And then they're like, no, we shouldn't do that. Then he'll be like, but why shouldn't you? Why don't you want to help people? And they're just like, then it kind of seems like this reverse, you know. This is, yeah, that's 100% why... Uh, I think your next point of it being a great concept weighed down by MCU elements comes into play because they had yeah. to make him a villain villain. Like they, they had, had to, to hate make him, him for some reason. They had to have him shoot his girlfriend. They had to uh, have him choke uh, the old lady. Uh, they, they had to have him do all that really like despicable shit which yeah, exactly. like, to cast like his motivation in this gray area when it's really not in a gray area at all. His motivations are like completely just. Uh, yeah. Like, look, ultimately his actions <laughs> <is> did. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. I was just saying, it's just completely yeah. just. I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, ultimately his actions did, you know, make them rethink their place in the world and you know he opened up the wakandan thingy center Embassy in, or whatever in oakland um, yeah exactly like ultimately his actions did do good 
and is the kind of thing where you also do feel sorry for him. Like you walk into a room, your dad's dead. He's not allowed back to the country of his birth, which is which you know you've been told about for like all of your childhood, but you can't go back for reasons that are beyond your control and stuff like that. And I understand the hate, and obviously that led him to be a very just fucked up person. But you know, ultimately, what he what he wanted did come true. But like in a kind of in a less in a less violent way. <clears throat> and yeah. but and we also never actually get to see the true uh, impact or consequences, which is kind of annoying in a way because yeah. Infinity War happens and it's just like, well, put to the side. Mm, you know? That's thing. Huh? Also, we're talking about this. We're talking about how it's kind of ironic that this highly advanced society still runs on, hey, if you beat up our king, you get to be king. I feel like a dumb thing to, to keep around. Like, democracy ain't a thing. You're still relying on royal families to, to, to keep the peace when, you know, in the real world, we saw that the royal families keeping peace on anything is, that's not an option. So it's, yeah. and also it's weird and also kind of, sort of cathartic to think that because it's the kind of system where oh yeah the system works until it works against you in a way that's perfectly legal within the rules of your own system because yeah you can go you know the good it's you know they they seem so comfortable to Charlie going oh he is a good person he's a great hero he's also strong as shit so chances are he will beat anybody who does challenge him until that one guy shows up who just beats him down and then goes oh i'm king now you gotta do what i say and then the and then you know people run away and go he's not our king. it's kind of like trump became president They're like oh not our president no nope, he is yeah y'all, so y'all voted democracy <laughs> so, huh sounds kinda, fantastic kinda, now doesn't it <laughs> basically you need to kind of deal with the rules of the society you made even when they go against you because that's kind of like what okoya's whole thing is she's like i'm loyal to the throne regardless of sitting on it because I believe in, you know, the system we have. So but then she the second it works that. against me, I, <laughs> she does. Because, you know, that's the problem. Once again, MCU problems, you can't bring up these seemingly deep, deep um, sort of interesting topics and then they kind of just get yada yada away. Like, oh, it's it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm only loyal to whoever's on the throne regardless of who it is because I'm the general. That's my job. Until bad guy shows up and then you're like, oh, you know what? I'm not. Fuck you. He's like, well, well at that point, weird. like, I don't know, as a human being, like, <laughs> just like, wouldn't you always go with what you think is morally correct in that circumstance? I don't know. We're about to get fucked over. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just I saying, think she made the right decision. Like, I, I'm th- I think she made the right decision, but it's also, you know, that's why we need to always sit down every now and then to rethink political policies because every now and then somebody's gonna find a fucking loophole and then you're like oh shit yeah should have thought about that yeah because you know yeah so obviously morally what she did was right but i kind of find it funny that or interesting also that when Kilmer became king there was a split between the people who are like this is the rule we need to follow it and people like fuck the rules i'm out and it's like well you can't um what you call it it's like it's like what she said I'm not a spy who can come and go as she pleases. I'm I'm here for Wakanda. I can't just dip the second things get bad because I need to p- protect the country regardless. So yeah. I've, I found that just, you know. <clears throat> yeah. 
Well, I mean, it, it made sense who, like, who split, like, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles' immediate family plus his ex. <laughs> and then it was That's also weird. the tribe that isn't is a part of Wakanda but not really a part of Wakanda. So it's like okay. oh, yeah, the, 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 the vegetarians. <laughs> yeah. Such a good scene. Oh my god. I look for that scene so where like um Martin Freeman tries to touch like they're just like hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh it's so good. Also I find it weird. I felt like the character change from Baku just was kind of out of nowhere. Because yeah. think about it. When Maybe he they gets should have had a little bit of extra there should have been in between because when he gets introduced he's just you know part of the banished tribe no one sees eye to eye when they show up literally everyone just groans like ah fuck it's y'all and so it feels like he has no reason to want to help but then of course he goes but but then you you spared me during the fight you should have killed me but you didn't so you know life for life good so it's it's weird it seems like the problem is since he shows up in the beginning and then kind of near the end. I think if there's a little bit of, I guess, something in between, that would have helped a bit. It seems like a very binary switch. Yeah, or maybe even like uh, when they're having the, the initial fight scene where they're battling for the throne, uh, maybe he could have given a little bit of, you know, a speech or something to be like... Yeah. Uh, we, you know, like, I don't know, some something to just say... Uh, that he isn't uh, like he's a reasonable person or something. I don't know. Cause, yeah, because based off that first uh, scene, he doesn't seem like he even is one. But then later on, he's like, oh, no, we're, we're good. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. I don't know. All right. We should, we should now address the biggest plot hole in this whole movie. Yes. If Bucky was in Wakanda this whole time, just yes. chilling in a hut by a river, mm-hmm. and then your king dies... And this fucking villain shows up, a person who, as Jake Gyllenhaal in Spider-Man Far From Home would call an Avengers level threat. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, it's like, oh, let's go fast. The monkey motherfuckers up in the mountain. No. Bucky has a metal arm. He can deflect bullets. He can punch through walls. Ask him for help. Isn't the thing that this movie takes place, like, right after Civil War, like, a week later? So... Isn't he's just recovering? I I thought that was the explanation. That's true, but would you still leave him on the bench? <laughs> what if what if Killmonger's plan worked? Would he just be chilling in the hut like, damn, things looks fu- things look fucked up there, but I'm not gonna help. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, look, here's, here's I don't the know. thing. I I thought it was just like he was asleep or something, and he's waking up at the end of the movie. I don't know. Who is he? The Avatar? No. Wake <laughs> <laughs> <Link> up, son. <laughs> No, because it's my, my argument. If you were there long enough for people to literally give you a nickname, they're like, oh, yeah, the White Wolf or whatever the hell he's called. He's been there long enough. That, I, don't, you know, I don't know. I don't nah, know. That's the nah. place. I'm also, just saying it, it could be reasonably justified that he is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing. It could be easily justified. It, it could also be easily dismissed. <laughs> it's kind of like it's basically the problem with cross with a universe where everything has so much crossover is you always have to ask why why isn't why isn't this person here like i think was it iron man 3 happened and like no other revenger or no one else was was there the hulk was not there i'm not even sure if black widow was i forget no one was around yeah it's, and it's, it's weird it takes place in new york right so it's kind of weird yeah it's it's yeah it's just odd when Things happen in what seems like close vicinity 
to a person who can help, and they're just like, eh, it's not my movie. I wasn't, mm. I wasn't paid for this cameo, so I'm not going to show up. Yeah. No, I don't know. You can't put everything in a movie. Uh, but you should. Make, make, it, make it a 10-hour cut. Re- release the Coogler <laughs> cut. The Coogler cut. <laughs> a good name. I like that. Yeah, that's hard to say. It is Coogler a bit. Cut. The Coogler cut. Coogler cut. cut. <laughs> oh, right. Also, uh, and sh- shout out Andy Circus for being like, my favorite, like, I think he's up there with my favorite MCU villains. Not because he's like amazing, but just like, I think I love seeing an actor just have fun with a role. And you can tell yeah. Andy Serkis is like, you see, this these odd times you can see my face, I'm gonna kill it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a CGI monkey this time. He, I can act the best I he's, can. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, he has a little character, a little personality. Um, also, release release the claw mixtape on SoundCloud. I link. I have a I have a mixtape on SoundCloud. Like, oh my god! Oh, it was <laughs> so, so good. Like, I was so sad when he died. I'm like, bro, you actually brought fun to this movie, and now you're dead. Yeah. I think I'm also sad because he could have made like a cool, like you know how like in Batman the animated series, like the Joker gets caught, then he gets away, he gets caught, then he gets away. Like that really sort of annoying rat-like villainy. Like he's just you know, yeah, you know his whole thing is that he's just so slippery that you just can't catch him because apparently he's been evading Wakandans for what thirty years or some shit. Yeah, how 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 old was Claw when he stole that vibranium? He had to be like at least eighteen. I guess. I don't know. Cause if cause look, if he was eighteen, yeah, he's yeah. like forty eight now. Forty eight. Which he could he could pass as fifty. He yeah, could pass he, like he'd very, be like fifty you know. something probably. Um Yeah, I, I guess well I mean you know, they killed him because they needed they wanted to make Killmonger look like more of a badass. You know, yeah. And, and cool. he that was his key. That was his key to Wakanda. You know, so yeah. I, Makes sense. Oh, so Killmonger's girlfriend was kind of was kind of pointless. Yeah. She had no lines. She's there for like a second. They made she out in really the van is. once, and then she died. And I'm like, am I meant to care about this person? Am I meant to feel bad she's dead? It'd be cool if she got a little bit more character too. I guess. It'd yeah. Because yeah, she really just was like another a plot device yeah. to show how deranged he is. I guess. Like so. even if she wasn't there, it would have been the same thing. He would have just killed Claw and took him in anyway. So. Yeah, I guess it's more for Claude having you know a bargaining chip that he's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. So let's talk CGI rhinos. Why do they suck? Let's talk CGI rhinos. They're terrible. This is bad. What the fuck is that? That's <laughs> I didn't notice little... them that much. I don't know. They didn't. They're weird. I thought. I think is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I just thought that they were very weird. I don't know. It it kind of made sense why they'd have fighting rhinos, but at the same time, it's like, oh, okay. CGI rhinos. I don't know. I thought they were. I thought they were cool. I I didn't think that the CGI was bad on those as much as I thought it was bad in that. You know, the one-on-one scene. Uh, that yeah. Was, it was just so boring. I, it it just ended up being so boring. Um, that that's the problem with that that scene. Yeah. Um, also, I wish that I guess. No, I wish the fight. I'm not. I'm saying the fight shouldn't have happened, but I wish it happened under more interesting circumstances. Hmm. Also. You guys have access to like probably the best fight choreographers you could possibly buy. You can make a really cool fight scene, even if it's just hand to hand. 
like I'm not saying don't do this like Man of Steel, throw him through buildings and shit. Just you know, it's kind of like um, I don't know. Could have just I feel like if sometimes the simpler the better. Yeah, I like, mean, I'll sell. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, I mean, the the fight scenes with, that were uh, at the waterfall were way better, like easy, much and, better, because you know they actually had weight, that impact. Whereas these two floating PS2 characters fighting in the dark, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's like a palette swap, you know. It's like when you play like Tekken, and then you're playing the same character like as yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like, like, what's going on? <laughs> I think it let down so much. Of the problem is like. A movie has to stick the ending sometimes for it to to really hit home, but this just kind of just yeah. Just bad. At least they had the nice like the emotional aftermath where yep. you know uh, T'Challa takes uh, Killmonger to the sunset, um, and then he has the line about uh, uh, slaves jumping in the water. Uh, it's just yeah, I don't know. It, that that was really good. That like they still that was good. That's it. like. Like, yeah, like that scene is kind of like all the good things in Black Panther kind of condensed. It's like, hey, we've actually got a message. Hey, the villain's not just, you know, stark raving mad and he gets beaten up and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was just resolved really well. And like the, yeah, I like the Oakland scene. <laughs> it's really good when the kids are just... I like the first thing they say is like that... Const- like almost spaceship and it's just like what <laughs> it's, like, like a, it's, a, it's a bugatti spaceship <laughs> i'm the first thing they say is hey we can like strip it and sell it for parts on ebay or some shit i'm like damn bro yeah. <laughs> for a spaceship you see yeah yeah that's so good but mm. overall yeah. it's 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 a good movie i enjoyed it it's yeah it's still it's still a really good movie cast is amazing bro like, the cast across- is Across the board. My favorite cast ever. Yeah. Like, no no weak spots at all. No. No. I can't think of one person where I'm like, oh, you're a weird weird addition. All I kept thinking was, hey, Daniel Kaluuya and um, Daniel Kaluuya, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke. And I'm like, this is just the Jordan Peele alumni (laughs) all in the same movie. You got Letitia wrong. She's not in any... uh, Wait, sorry. Oh, wait, no. Are you thinking of Lupita? Lupita, not not Letitia. She should be, though. Maybe one I'm day. Just, I'm just th- I'm just throwing out casting choices. Yeah. Hire her. Yeah. Um, oh, and the second time around, the accents didn't bother me much. Oh, first time they, I saw this, first, first time. time I saw this movie, it bothered me. Yeah. But but less on like a genuine these are bad accents, but more of a. It's kind of like, you know, when you hear an Australian accent from someone who's not Australian on TV in a movie, and you're like, this just seems wrong. Yeah. This isn't right. It's kind of like that, but like this time, I think I appreciated more for the movie part. Like, look, I'm not gonna say everyone's accent was pitch perfect because I, of course, I know what they sound like. So it's thing. I think also knowing where the people are from as well doesn't help. I think I've, I've noticed that for myself. Yeah. The second I know someone's nationality, it ruins it. I'm like, Chad Bolton's American. It's a Michael mix. B. Jordan's American. Andy Circus is English. Lupita Nyong'o is um American. No, no, no. I think she's. I think she's Kenyan. I think she's Kenyan, and Denai is. I think Zimbabwean. She uh, is Zimbabwean. I know this. Okay, you know uh, this. I know this. Um, Letitia, Kenyan, 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 Mexican. 
Kenyan Mexican. Okay. Leticia is English. She's, she's English. English, but no, she's also some, not like Guyanese. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Winston Duke is Trina Trinbagonian American. Trinbagonian. So even like yeah, like even the ones who are not like African African are still pretty fucking African. I think I find that interesting because it's not like they did a thing where they only hired, you know, African actors. They got like, you know, a good, it's still a good mix when you think about it, like who's, who's in it, like, um, stuff like that. But I guess also me knowing that their, their normal accents are not these accents bothers me sometimes. Or I'm just like, hmm, this is yeah. weird. But like, but not like on a, this is more of a, in the background of my mind, it's like, it's like, it's bothering me, but not in a way that actually matters in any way. It's like watching any movie with Christian Bale and going, that's not how you sound. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you don't sound American. Or like, um, like Andy Serkis is playing South African. Like Claw is South African. And that's, yeah. it goes in so many directions. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess, like, do they get away with it, in your opinion? They get away with it enough for it not to be distracted. Yeah, I think the fake country part does just, you know, it's not like when Forrest Whitaker was doing, what is it, The Last King of Scotland, and he had to sound, um... Scottish? <laughs> no, the, the last... <laughs> the Last King of Scotland is not actually based in Scotland. Okay, it is I've never heard of that movie. Oh, it's a historical drama film, but um, it's from like 2006. Fuck, where is he meant to be? The last Uganda. Uganda. Uh, okay. So it's it's not the first time Forrest Whitaker's had to put on an African accent. Mm. Mm. James McAvoy. Kerry Washington. All right, never mind. I'm, I'm, I'll stop going <laughs> down the, the, the rabbit hole. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's not a problem. I keep just going, Ooh, who's this? Ooh, this person. <laughs> Yeah, so that's Black Panther. I don't know. Do you want to? That is Black Panther. Talk about um, Chadwick a little bit more. His performance before we close it out. Um, just I don't know. It is insane to think he was still sick when he did this. Like, what a hero! Jesus Christ! Honestly, like I think like, what the, a real I'm superhero. To, I'm I'm contrasting the picture of him that I saw when he was like sickly thin. And you look at him here, and he's like, he is built. And that would be hard as hell to work out while you were going through a terminal illness. That yeah. is like insane. But also, I, I, it is worth also saying, um, I saw it on Twitter where someone's like, while it is commendable that he did work through cancer to do this, that's not a thing saying that you should disregard how sick you are to go out to go to work. That is 100%. not what this is. A hundred percent. Yes. It Your health always comes first, amazing, no matter what the situation is. But yeah, it's not recommended. Uh, yeah, like look, he he chose to do it. That was his reason. Exactly. That's and he, his choice. He had his. He had. I think from what I've seen, it seems like he had very much a. He felt like he had the, I guess, obligation to do this because he had so many people like counting on him, and he wanted to like you know, be a role model for people and just you know spread as much goodness as he could and i guess as an actor by trade the best way that he saw fit to do it was to act so this is not saying hey you're you're coming down with you've got you've got like a, like a cancer and then suddenly it's like hey you gotta go into work i'm like yeah 
Chadwick, Chadwick did it. Nope, it's not the same thing. Yeah, you should stay home, take care of yourself, because some things are, you know. Yeah. You, you can't. You can't force it. You cannot yeah. force it. Yeah, but at the same time, Jesus, uh, that is ridiculous. How much effort would have gone through I this? Just like, can't believe that that was going on in the background the entire time. Yeah, and it seemed like he was also like on his way up as well. It's not like this is like the height of it and then it went down from there. I think most movies he's been in, the, the popular ones at least, have been like really well received. Like I remember he did the James Brown one. He did this. Um, I haven't seen 21 Bridges. It's on my to watch list on Amazon. So mm-hmm. eventually I'll get around to that. He was really good in um, uh, The Five Bloods, which, which... hopefully we'll do. Maybe next See. week. See, um, yeah. Yeah. He's really good in that. Which I think the the five bloods is gonna be probably the eeriest one to do because he plays a person that's already dead. Oh god. Yeah. Not spo- not not spoiler wise, that's just literally what his character is. He's yeah. Like he's already dead. Yeah. But it's it's weird to look at it. Yeah. Um Wait, just, yeah. yeah, I guess I guess Chad Chad is like I guess um and unfortunately, it took me a while to kind of like get around. You know, like, look, earlier on in my life, I wasn't very big on. I I've, I looked at a lot of representation as forced representation. It felt like, you know, we're throwing you a bone as opposed to, I guess for him, it felt like it was genuine. It didn't feel like, oh, this is just the token black superhero. He like, he put his all into this and he tried to make it as genuine as, I guess, the same way that let's say T'Challa in the universe is a person that his people looks up to. That's I think that's what he strove to be like in real life, which yeah. it showed. It definitely showed, and I and I genuinely respect him for all he's done in that regard because it is very like as many black actors as there are in Hollywood. That doesn't mean that all of them get as much respect as they should get. It's not the same thing. Yeah. <sighs> so. Rest, rest in peace. We'll be looking upon your career fondly, and I guess be—I ha- uh, don't know—be happy that you've influenced so many people. Because I feel like, honestly, I would not be surprised if, like, in ten years from now, these like the biggest black actors will have will go. Who is your Who is your biggest influence, Chadwick? That's I don't even think 10, saying. ten years from now. I think not even ten. Like literally now. It's it's yeah. kind of like in the same way that. Chadwick himself was just, you know, influenced by Denzel Washington, which who who influenced so many other black actors. He kind of, you know, it goes in cycles. Every generation has their Denzel, their Chadwick, their so and so. It just goes on like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I don't know. I'm right. Weird about ending stuff. Yeah. Uh, ending on on a, on a. I don't want to call that down note. I want to say, you know, yeah. poignant. Happy, bittersweet. Yeah. Thank you for everything, Chadwick. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know how to close this out. Uh, it's really, yeah. Rest, rest in we'll peace. And rest in peace. We'll, yeah. we'll stop there. So that was that was Black Panther. Uh, that was it was a good it was a good good rewatch. Good fun rewatch. Um, still, like easily like. One of the most interesting MCU movies, like like concept wise, storytelling wise, 
but it's also an MCU movie. Yeah, like but it, it also is so much more it, yeah. than an MCU movie at the same time. You know, like yeah, it's, exactly its impact and its relevance, and yeah, so it's a special movie. It was like a, cult, a cultural movement because I remember the hype around it coming out. It was it was huge. It was weird. Like people who never saw superhero movies ever were like, "Nah, I'm watching this one though. This is." I'm going to be there for this one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Alrighty. So All right. that's been this week's episode of the bounce off podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the bounce off and on Twitter at the bounce off pod. I promise we'll be more active if at least one person follows us and sticks around to the end of the podcast. If you do that, <laughs> please reach out to us. And I Guaranteed. will personally respond because I know <laughs> you're such a big fan. Uh, Thank you so much. That is the, the bounce off guarantee. That's the bounce off guarantee. Uh, that's that's for life, baby. That's for life. Um, alrighty. Cash so, up in the description. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and we are starting a Patreon. No, we're not. One day. <laughs> One, One day. day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. I uh, hope you have a wonderful birthday when your birthday arrives yes that's right <laughs> Indeed. we'll keep saying it every single week until it's someone's birthday because it's always someone's birthday guaranteed exactly that's another bounce off guarantee it's and that's for life birthday. baby <laughs> <laughs> until until it's not all right all righty uh let's sign off sayonara bye, bye, bye.